Hi, it's Mark Sinkowitz. Last month, I had the pleasure of attending the National Association of Plant Breeders annual meeting in Ames, Iowa. As always, I sat down with this year's Borlaug scholars to talk about their career, where they're headed, and why the Borlaug scholarship is of value to them. The NAPB Borlaug Scholars Program strengthens the plant breeding profession by helping support attendance of future leaders at the NAPB annual meeting. Anju Biswa is a PhD candidate in the agronomy department at the University of Florida. She works on alfalfa breeding using phenomics and genomic selection and crop modeling to develop heat stress tolerant alfalfa cultivars. She also recently obtained a prestigious seed grant which involves using unmanned aerial vehicles to detect nitrogen stress in alfalfa. I sat down with Anju to talk about her work, the seed grant, and the Borlaug scholarship and what it means to her. Enjoy our chat. Thank you, Andrew, for sitting down with me. Thank you for inviting me. Now, you are working on alfalfa breeding using phenomics and genomics selection and crop modeling to develop heat stress tolerant alfalfa cultivars. What's the biggest reason that we need heat tolerant alfalfa? Uh, well, uh, Florida is very hot and humid. The thing is, there is a huge demand of alfalfa because our um, cattle horse industry are big there so there is a huge demand but we do not have enough alfalfa production there there is no commercial uh, cultivars available so we have to import alfalfa from other parts of the country so if we can have the heat stress tolerant cultivar adapted to florida uh, we'll be able to meet our local forest demand for alfalfa so that's the reason i am using different techniques so that we can reduce the time frame to develop a cultivar because for alfalfa it takes um, 10 to 12 years uh, for releasing a cultivar because it's perennial so that's why we're using different techniques for example genomic selection to reduce the breeding cycle high to put phenotyping to have better uh, phenotyping i mean precision phenotyping and crop modeling to explore gbi interaction so that we have better prediction for next generation and we can uh, skip uh, some cycles and can increase genetic gain. So that's the reason I'm working on heat-tolerant alfalfa cultivar development. And what's the biggest challenge you've had in doing this? So alfalfa is a polyploid, first of all. So when we work with polyploid, for example, genomic selection, that's challenging because they have allele doses. That's one thing. And another thing is alfalfa is perennial, so we have to collect data every month. And as I said, it takes like 12 years to 14 years to develop a cultivar. That's another thing. And the techniques I'm using for um, alfalfa cultivar development, genomic selection, I had to put phenotyping. So I didn't have knowledge before starting my PhD for high to put phenotyping. So I started from the scratch. And that was the challenge that time because nowadays some pipelines are available to use. But when I started back in 2019, uh, if I'm not wrong, there was no pipeline available that time publicly to use. So that was kind of challenge for me. I'm from biology background student, so I had to add up like kind of engineering coding, then teaching all those new software. You just received a big seed grant award. 
Can you tell us about that and, and how it's going to make a difference? This is the follow-up question of my previous question because, as I said, I started from scratch for unmanned vehicle and uh, sensor data multispectral imagery. So when I was working, that time I found like no pipeline is available. So that time I filled the gap. But later on, AZ2PA community, agricultural uh, plant phenome to genome initiative, they started um, grant to make those pipeline available. So I found. Uh, after a couple of years, uh, Philippe, a uh, guy from Brazil, so he uh, published the pipeline for multispectral imagery things uh, to uh, phenotype different traits of plants. But I found like there is no pipeline available for hyperspectral imagery. So I found a gap, I talked to my professor and we wrote the grant and finally got the uh, award, <laughs> I mean the grant money and it's collaboration uh, between USDA and uh, Iowa State University, where I'm right now. And, and how much was the grant for, sorry? Uh, the grant amount is 77,410 cents. Wow, that's yeah. a big deal. That's going to make a big difference in your work and allow you to do a lot, I would think. Uh, yeah, we have to hire undergrad for wet chemistry and I am taking care of uh, pipeline development. Uh, so, so far we are we collected data twice from hyperspectral imagery. We have one more round in October. So yeah, it's going well. <laughs> You're originally from Bangladesh and you earned your Bachelor of Science in Agriculture and your first master's degree in genetics and plant breeding from Shara Bangla Agricultural University. How did you first get interested in plant breeding growing up in Bangladesh? What do you remember about that? Uh, well, I am from a developing country, if you know, Bangladesh is a developing country, so back in 10 years or more when I started my um, master's or bachelor's at so that time, or even, you know, before me, during my childhood, I see people are starving from, for food. So that's one motivation to work with plants initially, but later on when I gained knowledge about plants, their improvement, how it happens, so I took several courses. So later on, when I took a course in my bachelor, so that time I found plant breeding is very interesting. It's like art and technique to develop plant. And I found like exciting to start my next degree. So that's the way I started my journey in plant breeding during my master's. Now you served in the National Association of Plant Breeders Graduate Student Working Group for three years. We're here in Ames, Iowa for the annual meeting of the NAPB. Why did you first get involved in NAPB and what do you see as the organization's value? Well, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a, it should be a big answer from me because during my master's I was working with strawberry and sort of breeding. So that time first I attended NAPB meeting in UC Davis. So that time I was introduced to a student who was a, st a student from Cornell University. I came to know about the organization, NAPB organization, their student organization basically. So I found like, I like leadership skill. So whenever I get a chance or like opportunity, I try to get involved myself there, either in a position or like just a voluntary member. So I found like that's very interesting to get involved with the you know, broader breeding community, either students and at the same time with the other professors or breeders from different companies. 
So that's how I started working initially. So I worked in education committee and I worked with um, the liaison between the professor organizing committee as well as the student working group. So I kind of worked that part and sometimes I helped a student working group to manage Facebook or sometimes um, to email different professors whether they want to be a judge uh, in our meeting because in the meeting there are lots of posters so we need more judges. So that's how I get involved and I really enjoyed my journey with them. So I'm about to graduate so I'm not going for any election anymore this year. So I saw yesterday the election there uh, inviting students but I really like their activities. It's a great platform to Family, to be familiar with company people or uh, professors who are working with plant breeding and who wants to change the world, you know, to provide food to everybody. And before I let you go, you're a Borlaug Scholar this year. Congratulations. Thank you so much. How does this scholarship, what does this scholarship mean for you in, in your career as you move ahead? I think it means a lot to me. It's not about Borlaug Scholarship Awards. Apart from that, I got a mentor. So if you know the president for NAPB, Senisa, Dr. Senisa, she is my mentor. Uh, she is a very nice person. So not only that mentor, I also met with some other Borlaug Scholar, all other mentors of them. So it's kind of, I feel like I am with reader. So I will get my direction from them. So. It's a lot, not only the scholarship. They are providing the travel grant, like all expenses. So that's one part, but other part is so exciting. And I will be in their list, like uh, as a Borlaug scholar in the whole time, I believe. You've worked very hard. So thank you very much for your time. Good luck in the future, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. For more coverage of this year's NAPB meeting, visit SeedWorld.com slash NAPB 2022. Thanks for listening.